Each season, we have impact freshmen in college basketball. This year is no different, and so it's time to pick the best freshmen so far in the biggest six conferences. You are Locked On College Basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up? Welcome into the Locked On College Basketball Podcast, the only national college daily hoops show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making us part of your Tuesday. Man, today, Jason Jordan, our college basketball recruiting insider, joins us to look at the best freshmen right now in each of the major six conferences, and we're going to pick our national freshman of the year as of today, January 10th. It's great to be joined today on Locked on College Basketball by our guy, Jason Jordan, our college basketball recruiting insider. By the way, we'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college basketball recruiting sponsor across the Locked on Network, because these days, every new potential hire feels like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people for your team faster and for free. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Jason, it's great to be together. We're about a week into January now. Conference slates are up and rolling, so we're even getting a better idea. And today it's all about the freshmen. And we want to make a distinction here because now in the transfer portal era, there's a lot of talk about newcomers and a lot of talk about freshmen. So we're not talking about newcomers. We're not talking about transfers. We're specifically talking about freshmen. And so what we're going to do is basically unpack each of the six major conferences, the Power Five and the Jason and I are going to share who we think right now at this point, as of January 10th, is the player of the year for each of those conferences. And of course, we're going to give you our uh, national freshman of the year as well. And so, Jason, I want to start with the SEC because I feel like it's the most absolutely loaded. Let me just run through a few of these names. Brandon Miller at Alabama, Kaysen Wallace at Kentucky, Anthony Black at Arkansas, uh, maybe we look at Nick Smith. It's just hard. He hadn't got that much of a right. sample size. Right. Gigi Jackson at South Carolina, Julian Phillips, Tennessee. I mean, we could keep going, but but that's a great list to start with. As you hear some of those names and think about their performances so far this year, who do you like out of that grouping? Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's tough, but it's tough, but it's not because this is just how good to see <laughs> his season has gone. And that's Brandon Miller. Definitely, I would pick him as the freshman in that conference for sure i mean he leads d1 freshman in scoring i'm unless that's changed or else i didn't check the late sunday night games <laughs> and i don't think nobody had 150 so um you know 19 19 8 8.5 rebounds a game i think he's shooting like low 40s from three it's you know i mean that's to me it's tough because there is a deep talent pool but he is the best of the best yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would go with Miller as well. I mean, clear in a way, I, I don't think I would even really consider anybody else. But man, some of these other guys are doing yeah. well. I, I think Anthony Black and Kaysen Wallace and Gigi yeah. Phillips, or excuse me, Gigi Jackson are probably the three next yeah. that stand out to me most. But I, I was, man, Tennessee held Gigi Jackson scoreless this weekend, Jason Jordan. Scoreless for Gigi Jackson. What's going yeah. on there? I don't know. You know, I always give freshmen – and because he's had a – you know, because he's been pretty consistently good, yep. 
Yep. Um, scoreless is a different animal. <laughs> and and to be fair, Tennessee is the best defense in the nation right they now. They are, but scoreless is a different animal. I, you know, you supposed you for who you're supposed to be. I, I need that never to. I never to hear. I don't want to hear scoreless. You know. <laughs> so, um, but you know, freshmen, a lot of expectations. I mean, at some point you're going to hit a wall. Let's just yeah. hope not another scoreless wall. Yes, absolutely. And Gigi Jackson still averaging 15.7 points per game, 7.1 rebounds. And so better, as I often like to say, better days are ahead for Gigi Jackson down there in Columbia. Um, Anybody else like with the Nick Smith side of things, when you when you have a player like this who's projected as such a high NBA draft pick, what what is your advice? Like if you're Nick Smith Jr.'s dad, are you telling him, hey, you gave it a good run? Um, like, let's just stay out and, and train for the NBA draft or like, is it come back and, and make things go for the must bus down in Fayetteville? Yeah, no, I would say come back. I would say come back. And it just knowing how Nick's wire, he's, it ain't going to be, he's coming back, you know, there's <laughs> no way around it. Um, and I think if you can play, you should play. And, yeah. um, you know, I think it'll only help. I mean, if we're talking from a business standpoint, it'll only help, um, his marketing and his stature. Because I mean, adding you know him as a piece on that team, I mean they're they're absolutely going to be playing deep into March. So yep. um, that would be my sell from the coaching sta- coaching staff. And I, the way again, the way he's wired, he's ultra competitor. Um, so I think I definitely would advise him to come and play if he can play at at up to his potential i would yes. definitely take him yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right um well then let's move on and of course you got anthony black there still at arkansas as well and so yeah. man, super fun freshmen both let's move uh let's stay in the south part and the east part of the country and go to the acc where the preseason player of the year uh freshman wise at least was Derek lively the second for duke uh, I don't think it, we're beating around the bush here to say or, or throwing any uh, bombs uh, unsurprised at people to say that Derek Lively has not lived up to that at no. this point. But you look around the league, uh, you, you look in his own locker room and perhaps his teammate Kyle Filipowski has been the freshman of the year so far. But Derek Whitehead's coming on a little bit. Tyrese Proctor's another great freshman at Duke, yeah. as is Mark Mitchell. Um, outside of that, I mean, J.J. Starling's been good at Notre Dame. There, uh, Isaac McNeely at Virginia. There's not really been too terribly many dynamic uh, freshmen. Oh, I'm missing somebody from Syracuse. But Judah Mintz. Judah Mintz. Yes, Judah Mintz. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as you look around the ACC, Jason, who, who are you going with? I would say Judah Mintz. Honestly, he's averaging 16 points a game. Um, and obviously Syracuse isn't very good, but I mean, for him <laughs> to come in, for him to come in and, you know, do that from, uh, from, you know, I always said Judah was very much underrated. So I, it's not it's surprising me to me that he's having success um, in this way, but uh, for him to come in and, you know, yeah, that's a legendary coach who's on his last leg, you know, <laughs> living across the finish line at this point. And, you know, there's a lot of expectations, a lot of angry, frustrated fans there uh, in Syracuse. So for him to, you know, that's a lot to deal with. And for him to come in there and produce to that level, I still would give him a nod there um, just because I know that 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 comes with a great weight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, man. And and to do that out of that, I mean, I guess sometimes we get some big time scores at Syracuse, like Buddy Bayheim, obviously yeah. Carmelo and, and some others. But uh, it feels like with kind of that system 
with with the zone and then it kind of trickles down offensively and so it's cool to see somebody having that kind of a big year i would personally still go with kyle filipowski as my acc freshman pick right now but man definitely close with judah mints um just like it's always so interesting to see uh with duke who's gonna come out of that cluster of stud freshmen uh Mm -hmm. as we saw a couple years ago you know we we expected uh, a couple other guys in in Cam Reddish and R.J. Yeah. Barrett to be one of the dudes. And turns out Zion Williamson is once in a decade kind mm-hmm. of a player. And so uh, I'm not comparing him to Kyle, Kyle Filipowski to right. Zion, right. but it, it's a similar thing. Let's yeah. move on, Jason, to the Big 12, another place with um, a couple – uh, stud freshman, and there's two that really stand out in particular preseason. It's Keontae Georgia Baylor. That is that is the the Big Twelve pick. But yeah. um, man, Grady Dick has um, been phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. for Kansas. Was their leading scorer this weekend, and you got some other names. But for me, these are the top two. Is there anyone else you would consider outside of Grady Dick or Keontae George? Well, I mean. <laughs> Well, I, I, there's a way I want to answer that question, but that okay. wouldn't be very nice. But um, I would consider if certain people had different chances, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> but um, no, those would be the definitely that those are my two in that conference for sure. Um, and I would probably lean Keontae um, just because he does. And I got to be honest, Grady does a lot, too. I mean, people talk about his um, efficiency from the perimeter, but yeah. Uh, Grady's, I mean, my goodness, his layup package is crazy. <laughs> he's got to be like Kyrie with the layup package. But yes. um, Keontae's at almost like, I think he's just under, I mean, if we're rounding up, he's at 17 a game, 4.5, and I think 3.5. And, you know, running one of the top teams in the country, you know, obviously he's living up to the hype. And I'll, I give, I like to give a nod when you're living up to the hype. Too, yes. Right? Yes. Now Brady's living up to the hype too, but he's not. He wasn't as hyped. Right. Yeah, he wasn't as hyped, and he's not. He doesn't have the ball in his hands all the time. Exactly. Um. So I would lean to Keontae for those reasons. Yeah, I think so too. And and part of it is like with Keontae, for many people, he was uh, preseason national player of the year yeah. kind of pick, and and not that he's not living up to that, but. Um, yeah, he's doing very well. And then to your point with Grady Dick, I mean, this, the leap Jalen Wilson has taken this year for Kansas uh, f- enables Grady Dick to not have to do as much. And, I, man, I I know he came, for most people's metrics, he was like in the 20s coming out. Uh, do you remember where you had him coming out of high school ranked? You're talking Grady? Yes. Yeah, man. He was top 10. I think he might have been number six eight eight or something like that gotcha yeah He's definitely top 10 okay top 10. i love that so jason i feel like that's higher than a lot of people were yeah on grady dick so yeah. you knew what was up from the jump and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll all our props to our guy jason jordan on yeah. that one well next coming up we want to do this exact same thing with the big 10 the pac 12 and the big east we'll get to that in just a second but first This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. You're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories? Then, friends, you have to try a Built Bar. Just got through the holidays. I don't know about you. I'm packing a couple extra pounds that I wasn't before November, and I need to get some of those off. And so 
man, with built healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, these are so delicious. You won't even realize they're good for you. What makes them so good? Well, built bars are covered in a hundred percent real chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro and peanut butter brownie. I want all of that churro action. Jason Jordan, give that to me. I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that it's only 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, and yet still 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to order a box like you used to have to. You can go now to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick yourself up a box. So head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. Or if you're close to Sam's Club, man, run in and grab a 13-bar box with some of their hit flavors like that brownie batter or that churro. And friends, you can thank me later. But don't forget, you can also still order online at Built.com. Go get you some bars. Okay, Jason Jordan with us today on Locked On College Basketball. We are talking about our early January picks for freshmen of the year in each conference. We've done ACC, SEC, and Big 12. And now, Jason, we're going to move into the Big 10. Uh, man, I, coming into this season, there, there's a couple unexpected up and down, but one who I think has fit the bill so far that we expected it is Indiana's Jalen Huchifino, yeah. who had a massive game on Sunday in Indiana's loss, unfortunately. Um, one that I think uh, has done very well, uh, perhaps even beyond expectations, is Juwan Howard's son, Jet Howard, at Michigan. Purdue's yeah. true freshman backcourt of Fletcher Lawyer and Braden Smith has been really good. Ah, Sky Clark, whoops, missed on that one. He left the Illinois right. program on Friday. Um, one that I have really enjoyed watching is Ohio State's Bryce Sensabaugh. Yeah. Jason, as you look around the Big Ten, any of those stick out to you? Anybody I'm missing? And who would you choose right now as the Big Ten Freshman of the Year? Ah, oh, man, that's tough. Um, I probably would lean to Jalen Hishapino, um, just because – you know, they've had success and, you know, he's had really big games and really big moments uh, this season. But to your point, I mean, I would, you know, Jet, Jet, Jet's doing really well. <laughs> Jet looks like, and then, you know, and then we're, if we're basing it off, you know, where they were at, I mean, I think Jet was like in the 40s for us or something like that, yep. maybe the yep. 30s. Yep. Um, but he's averaging 14 a game, uh, you know, in year one for Michigan. And, you know, obviously – you know, I mean, they're, they're not having an amazing year, but no. um, 14 and 14.3 you know, in the Big Ten, that's tough. That's real tough. Um, so, but I, I still would lean Jalen Hichifino, um because, you know, he's playing with other elite players, that's other right. stars, you know, Trace is there. And, you know, so I, I would still lean to him for um, a couple of different reasons, the, those being the, the, the main reasons, though. Okay, Jalen Huchifino. Just to be a contrarian, I'm going to take Bryce Sensabaugh. Like, I yeah. love what he's doing, 16 yeah. points a game right now. Um, okay. And somebody that – it seems like from some of the early NBA draft stuff, he, like Jet Howard, is kind of vaulting up yeah. draft boards there. And, and um, I know Ohio State took a loss on Sunday. Was it at Maryland? But, man – um, I, I trust that I love this team almost knocked off Purdue last Thursday, fell just shy of that. 
Um, but um, I think at the end of the day I, that it will be Jalen Hutchifino, but I just want to keep uh, hyping Bryce Sensabaugh. I love right. what he's doing. And then, uh, as we said, boy, uh, some miss there on Sky Clark, which I did not see coming. I got to be honest about that one. Jason, let's move to the Pac-12. And, um, man, uh, one of my favorite names in all of college basketball, Kalel Ware at Oregon. We got two guys at UCLA, Amari Bailey, who I was um, seeing before the season, but Adem Bona, I, I really uh, had kind of missed the boat on. Harrison Ingram at Stanford was named the preseason Pac-12 Player of the Year. Um, Kajani Wright at USC. Anybody else? Uh, that we're missing there, and who would you go with for your Pac-12 pick right now? I'll I'll throw you a curveball. I'll say Jordan Pope at Oregon State. Ooh, um, love it. I love. I just I, I just love Jordan. He, I loved him at prolific prep. He played with MJ Rice, um, and he was probably like the third tier, no, maybe the fourth tier player on that team because they had Trey White, MJ Rice, Adem Bona, um, and then he was like the fourth option. But he was always very much a a, uh, a heady player who would just score in bunches. And now he's averaging 12.3 points, three assists, three rebounds a game. You know, they're not in the top 25. Sure. Right? sure, sure. But uh, he's producing at a high rate. So I would go, you know, curveball and I would go Jordan Pope. I love it. Love, love, love that. And so we'll keep tabs on the Pac-12. Uh, you mentioned MJ Rice there. We didn't hit on him in the yeah. uh, in the Big 12 conversation, but he might be one of those uh, as we get to our under and un- yeah. over and under kind of guys. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to look at that. Let's round out our, our conference conversation by moving to the Big East. To me, kind of similar to what we said with the Big 12, this is probably a, a two-man race, one of whom isn't even a starter. UConn's Donovan Klingon has kind of come out of nowhere for me. Uh, but but the dude, Cam Whitmore at Villanova, uh, yes. ca- kind of coming back from injury. I, I know Villanova is struggling to get up off the mat. And, man, I'm worried about them even making the NCAA tournament at this point, if I'm being honest. Yes. But uh, Cam Whitmore is an absolute stud. Anybody else, Jason, uh, from the Big East that you would look at um, and who would be your pick? Uh, well, that, you know, those would be the ones I would zero in on, and I would definitely lean toward Cam yep. um, just because, um, you know, he just checks off so many boxes. And we and, <laughs> and I think the consistency is what does it for me. And he's just – he's been on a um, – a a steady I wouldn't say sharp but I would say a steady um rise for the last two years if you really look mm. at it um and so I, I like to reward consistency because that's yeah. you know that's more rare than not um unfortunately and yeah. I think people overlook that so I would definitely um say Cam just because he's a utility guy and obviously very skilled but he's a guy who's going to help you win um and and, and, you know, obviously we're talking about not, them not making the tournament, but right. <laughs> he's definitely a guy who's um, who you can ride. You know, you can ride him till till the wheels fall off because he's yep. just built built tough like that. Yep. So I just like a guy who, who can check off a lot of boxes. And it's so tough for Villanova this year. I mean, they're they're still without oh, yeah. Justin Moore, obviously. New coach, Kyle Neptune this season. And and so there, it's just one of those. Oh, yeah. A lot of reasons why they're not winning. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's not just that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Absolutely. What What is it about Cam Whitmore's game and approach that makes him so consistent? I know that consistency is something you talk about a lot, Jason, yeah. that draws you to a player. What is it in his game that, that causes uh, – that allows that to happen? 
Well, I think for him specifically, it's it's a more of a mentality thing. I mean, he mm-hmm. he's a workhorse. I could say that, but you know, it, it becomes the cliche. You know, oh, he's a workhorse. He works really hard. He stays after. He's the first one there, lastly. Yeah, all that. But it's just the mentality of um, you know, not be. I will not be denied that kind of mentality. He's relentless. He's like um, always you know, in pursuit of being better. Like he's a guy that's always going to have something to say that he could have done better, even in a 12 for 12, 15 rebound game, you know, <laughs> yeah. like oh, I should have got 16, you know, he's, he's wired like that. So I think, you know, obviously that's going to um, make you a special player, but it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to make you productive. Yes. But it's going to make you, um, you know, it's going to give you the, the edge to be, Good, you know, there are good players and they're special. I think that yep. the mentality is what tips the scale for him. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Okay, folks, we want to hear your picks as well. You've heard what Jason and I have been saying. I'm also going with Cam Whitmore in the Big East. Who have we missed? Who would be your pick in each of these conferences? Let us know where we go and where we got it wrong. Coming up next, we are going to talk about some players that we think are overperforming expectations, some that are underperforming expectations, either by lack of opportunity or by lack of playing. And we're going to give you our right now National Freshman of the Year picks coming up in just a second. Okay, Jason Jordan, we've talked about these six conferences, the Power Five, the Big East, who our picks are for each of those. Let me uh, run back through each of those. For the SEC, we're both going with Brandon Miller. ACC, uh, I'm taking Kyle Filipowski. You went with Mr. Judah Mintz. Big Uh 12, we're both taking Keontae George. Moving on to the Big 10. Uh, Jason's going with Jalen Hood-Shafino from Indiana. I'm having some Bryce Sensabaugh from Ohio State action. Pac-12, I've already forgotten now. I didn't write it down. I did Jordan Pope. Jordan Pope, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm sticking with Kalel L. Ware. Um, and then in the Big East, we're both taking Cam Whitmore. Love that little run through back. Now, Jason, uh, as as we know, whether it's just taking time adjusting to college to to a scheme to uh, you know just even opportunity, more opportunity than you thought, less opportunity than you mm-hmm. thought. There's always freshmen who just uh, over exceed or under exceed. Yeah. Let, let's start with guys who aren't quite doing it. Who, who yeah. are some guys either by their own performance or by lack of opportunity aren't living up to what we expected for them this season? Well, I got to start with, I got to start in Kansas, uh, you know, and I got to, I got to call Bill Self to the carpet, you know, <laughs> because I don't, I don't get it. He's going to have to come out and tell me something, you know, uh, I don't know why MJ Rice doesn't play. I mean, I, I think I'm. Is that I'm who you were alluding to earlier? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't, when he gets in, he's super productive. Um, And he almost treats him like a. Like he's not a McDonald's All-American, one of the highest ranked players that he brought in. It's weird. I don't know. He's going to have to come out and give me more, uh, you know, why is that? Because, I, I mean, people ask him because they're like, why? What's going on? Like, And he'll be like, oh, well, you know, we, we you know, we're going to need him down the stretch. It's like, okay. Well, That's a nothing answer. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right? And I, when he gets in, he's very productive. So I don't, and he's built like an ox. I mean, you know, he's. Six five, uh, 
super skilled, knocks down shots. Um, you know, I mean, he has the freshman learning curve defensively, but That's don't right. don't they all? We we talk about this all the time. So I, you know, I need more information there. He will be one bit because I got her not. I got because building. Give me the information. I got to say that's because of building. Building yes. tell me anything else, you know. And I, what I've heard from him is glowing. So um, obviously Derek Lively. I mean, like, come on, you know, Derek, it's a no brainer. Yeah, player of the year in the ACC. He's averaging what three a game? <laughs> Something like that. I'll look it up while you're come talking. on, man. That is it. I don't know. Whatever. It's bad. He plays behind Ryan Young. No disrespect to Ryan Young, <laughs> but, but that tells you what you need. Yeah, 3.7 a game and yeah. uh 3.2 total rebounds. Yeah, I mean, and I know seven foot one player had some injuries, whatever. But I mean, at at this point, we sh- we got you know we've been playing long enough to, to you know. And Ryan Young would be surprised that he starts over Derek Lively if I'm if I told you that in August, Ryan. So you know, no knock to him. Johan Traor, um, yep. Traor Aubrey. would be yep. another one. Yep. Chris Livingston would come to mind. Yep. I would at say yep. Artario Morris at Texas, but I think that has a lot to do with the personnel they have there. I mean, yep. they have absolutely. You know, so but those would be some names that come. Those are great names on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about Jason? Guys who are are doing more than you would have thought, either based on where they're playing, uh, their skill set, what you saw from them in high school or on the AAU circuit. Guys who are overperforming expectations. Well, Jet Howard um, yeah. would Ooh. definitely be one of the first names that comes to mind. Um, having a great year there with his dad, Bryce Sensabaugh, we talked about earlier, he would be one. Judah Mintz, um, yeah. not shocking, but I, I think he's um, shocking a lot of people um, just with his ability to score in a variety of different ways. And for a different reason, kind of piggybacking off the Derek Lively stuff, Kyle Filipowski, yeah. because I, I, people yeah. thought that it was going to be reversed. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't think that because I, I always said Kyle was the guy they could run the offense through. He's more of the creator. Yep. Um, and so, you know, who knew he was also Christian Leitner uh, mentality wise? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a good way. I think that's yeah. great. I think that's what made Christian Leitner yep. Christian Leitner. So yep. I love the mentality. But makes um, makes the winning free throws for Duke at Boston College this yeah. weekend. I mean, it's that's tough. Yeah. that's tough. So I would say those guys. Yeah, absolutely love that. Well, Jason, it is time to declare who right now, as of Tuesday, January 10th, is our national freshman of the year. And listen, I don't think either of us are coming with any surprises here, but who do you have as your choice for this one? Right. Totally going to shock the world on this one, but (laughs) I'm definitely going to go with Brandon Miller at Alabama. I mean, Alabama's first in the SEC, 14-2 and overall. 19.1 19.1 a game, 8.5 rebounds, shooting 43% from the three-point line. It's so ridiculous. You know, I'm going to go with the easy pick. You know, I don't want to be controversial. I'm just going to go with that one. I'd say yeah, Brandon. Absolutely. And and uh, rather than saying somebody different, I'll just say, like, and it's not just about, like, sometimes with these guys, it's like, oh, man, he is a phenomenal college basketball player. Right. This dude is rocketing, rocketing yeah. up NBA draft boards right now. I've seen yeah. him in like every lottery that yeah. I've seen and not, and not just like fringe lottery, like top five, six, right. seven in that range. And so, man, it's great to see what he's doing. A big part of the reason why Alabama just absolutely boat raced Kentucky this weekend. And he didn't even have that great of a game uh, yeah. himself by his standards. And so, who boy, uh, that's two teams going in different directions this year. Yeah, big for time. Sure. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, we will have to see if Brandon Miller can carry on last year at this point, uh, like Jabari Smith at Auburn was doing all this. And then Auburn kind of fell off a little bit as the season went along. And so that that's something to keep your eyes on is, as Jason said, a lot of these freshmen hit that freshman curve, uh, uh, learning curve, excuse me. And so who who can avoid that the best? I think that's something to watch yeah. as we go through these dog days of January and February. Jason Jordan, great stuff as always. Thanks for your insights and thoughts on all of these dudes trying to find their way in college basketball. Thanks for having me as always. Big thanks as always to Jason Jordan for joining us on today's show. Make sure to give him a follow on Twitter at Jason NC Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Isaac Shade. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnCBB. By the way, please make sure to smash the like button, subscribe to the show, just hit that button down there at the bottom and give us comments on your thoughts on our picks and we want to know yours as well on today's conversations. All right, folks, a good slate of games tonight. Highlighted North Carolina heads to Virginia. Make sure you check that out. We will be right back with you tomorrow. But until then, peace. Peace.